Welcome to Let's Talk Vegas with Perfecto and Maria. On this fifth episode, we will be having discussion on gun control. Is there a right time to own a gun? When Las Vegas became Vegas strong during the Harvest Fest mass shooting, what does the Second Amendment mean to Americans? The Nevada Senate Bill 143, shootings throughout USA, and does our culture decide for us to own guns? Also, please excuse our technical difficulties during the recording of this episode as we were trying out new mics. Hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you. Hey, everybody, back again. Hi, everybody. Perfecto and Maria. So, back for episode number five. Uh, what are we going to talk about today, Maria? We're going to talk about guns. Okay. But but first of all, I'm really happy because we're practicing on these. Well, actually, we're not practicing. We're really going live with these new mics that I ordered, and I feel like very professional. Um, you guys are going to see it on Facebook of our mics. Yeah, um, we look legit. <laughs> we're, like, we're like, okay, no, no echoing. You're going to hear it at, at your own pace with the volume. Um, but I'm super excited. So you guys will, will see how it sounds, but yes, Perfecto is going to discuss a little bit of what we're going to discuss today. Well, both, we both are, but, yeah. um, obviously guns is, uh, our continues to be a hot topic in the United States and across the world. You see, you know, like New Zealand had a shooting recently and they immediately started banning guns. Uh, other countries have you know, banned guns previously to that. Some, you know, a lot of countries you can't own a gun. Right. Uh, I think the United States is one of the few uh, gun or countries I think looked at as basically everybody has a gun. I think the way the outside world looks at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's in part due to our constitution and due to the second amendment. And the reason why I kind of was pushing for this, I know Perfecto was like, oh, we got this, this going on, but you know, uh, during COVID, I have a shooting gun range place called Precision Armory. Precision Armory. Sorry. Precision. I ju- Precision. Wait. I just ate a donut, and I have lots of Don't sugar in my mouth. Perfecto's drinking a Modelo because we're talking about guns. So anyways, um, and they had lines wrapped around the corner from their building. Gun shops, yeah. All the gun shops had lines. Uh, ammo was, was short. Mm-hmm. Guns were flying off the shelves during the whole Corona thing. I'm sure everybody saw it. And I just thought that was kind of odd. People thought that we were going to go in this like diehard depression and everyone was going to be stealing from each other. So everybody had to protect. A, turn into the walking dead or something. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness. So it kind of freaked me out. Of course, uh, my favorite word when I get scared um, to go to work and see like 15 to 20 people standing out there every day trying to uh, get into this um, shooting range place. Um, well, on- there's still issues with ammo and being able to buy ammunition and things like that. Don't worry if you heard that. That is not Maria farting. That's her moving. <laughs> well, in my chair. I'm practicing <laughs> on this new mic because I want to see if it picks it if it picked it up. But it is a it is a chair. You'll see the picture on Facebook, right? But uh, no, so it's just it was. There's still issues with trying to find ammunition and trying to find guns and things like that. Like you cannot find nine millimeter bullets right now. No, you know they sell out as soon as the stores get them. And 
I don't know. I just thought that was that was. Well, I, you know, I was just thinking, wow, during COVID, why did people start going to these shooting ranges and buying guns? Then it turned to sanitizer and and, and then now guns. guns because people were shooting people for each other for freaking toilet paper, probably. <laughs> Good lord! But uh, that was my main concern because I have been noticing that a lot of people I know they own guns. And so, do you own a gun, Maria? Good question. I do not own a gun, but my whole family thinks that I should own a gun. I grew up with guns around, with gang violence, but I also had a Mexican dad, and believe it or not, he always had a gun because he was a business owner, and he would always, I could remember shooting it up in the air during New Year's. And yeah. I'm like, where the hell is this bullet going to come down from? Yeah, hit one of us, but it never hit anybody. Yeah, no, actually, you know what? Actually, now that you say that, <laughs> I, now I remember one of my uncles uh, got shot like that. Shit. Uh, just a straight bullet. Uh, somebody shooting in the air. Yeah. Hit him. And he had, you know, he had got, he got shot just randomly like that. But like my dad did it all the time or people did it all the time, but I don't yeah. understand where it ever went. Maybe he shot it towards the... The field we lived they, in. Man, they just shot it wherever. They, Damn. It was scary. It was. But anyway, so like Perfecto just asked me, do I own a gun? No, but I'm interested. But at the same time, it's one of those discussions where am I ready? I'm ready yeah. to have a gun in my home, yeah. but am I ready to utilize it and use it to protect my own home yeah. if somebody invades my home? Yeah, and that's, that's kind of the scary part where you want to have a weapon obviously you want to be able to protect yourself right but then when it comes down to it you know are you going to be able to really do something use it is your are your nerves going to get the best of you i'm not sure if what i would have you you know because mm -hmm. you're waking up you if you know if it's the middle of the night or something but you know a lot of burglaries actually happen in the middle of the day yeah and then i have a 16 year old son that's that does have a red rider BB gun. I did buy him one. Um, yeah. And shoot, shoot you in your eye, you know, or whatever that. <laughs> so he wanted one and I went to Bass Pro Shops, which is right by my house. And he first thing was, wow, he was super excited. And yes, I did look at the, at the guns and I was like, no, but my sisters have one. My nephew has one. All my friends that are police officers have one. I mean, they, they carry it in their purse. Well, no, they carry it in their purse when we go camping. It's like like nothing to them. Yeah. And, you know, I have a few weapons myself. I have a concealed carry permit. Um, and I just found that out as of yesterday. I was like, what? I guess it's guy talk. I mean, we don't talk about guns no, until. we've never really talked about it. No. It just kind of came up. We're like, that's kind of, because you brought up like. There's a line wrapped around the building at the gun shop by my house. Like, what the hell? And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, I'm, I'm ready. Like, <laughs> I was like, well, you have guns, Perfecto? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit. I must be behind with stuff. So, you know, like, kind of like you in, in a Mexican household, that's kind of the norm. Yeah, that's it's most, most of our parents. Uh, had guns in their home. In the home, they never locked them up. Mm -hmm. They just had them kind of in their drawers, in their dresser, or something like that. Um, I, I remember my dad would put it in a sock. Oh shoot! No, my dad had it in a metal case, and in the back of his company truck. 
I'm going to share a story with you with my dad besides the sock. I mean, that's pretty crazy, but my dad was working in downtown LA and he left the construction company truck running because it had like generators running and it was during the nighttime um, to avoid, you know, traffic issues while doing underground construction. And he said that a homeless guy jumped into the truck. And then he had his gun on him and he started shooting in the air. And the homeless guy ran because my dad <laughs> shot his gun. But, you know, to yeah. think of that. And then my dad was a business owner with carrying cash and going to the bank and doing this. He always carried his gun with him. And, yeah, that's just kind of, I don't know. Obviously, we are, I'm, I guess you could say pro-gun, Um I'm, I'm definitely on the right wing side of this. Well, issue. good Lord, you got three. Shit. So, and I'm looking to get more. <laughs> and I have zero, so I don't know where I stand with but, guns. But but being, even though that I am on the um, pro-gun side of this, I can definitely see the other side of, of the anti-gun movement. And I shouldn't even say anti-gun. I would just say, um, I guess, more regulation. Right. Kind of where people want to go with it. But I think for mine is my bringing up. I grew up mm -hmm. in a city in Los Angeles, East LA, and then I ended up in Ontario, California. And gang violence with guns was serious. And oh, that's, shooting. That's I know. That's so, but I put guns to that. You know, I put guns equate, to that. Okay. Guns with gang violence. And I don't think about it. And then when I, like, we were well, just. You would think if you equate guns with gang violence you would be anti-gun though well i i'm kind of because i'm scared i don't know like i i don't know i i i mean this is a great discussion about it i live in a very nice neighborhood i mean i perfecto knew where i used to live and i loved it i didn't worry about being unsafe because yeah. people were coming and going people would watch you know like the what did we say in criminal justice the um uh, there's a statement that we learned where like people look out the window and always keeping an eye on you. That's how my neighborhood was in my apartment complex. Like everybody was nosy. Yeah. But it's called the broken window syndrome or something like that. And well, no, the broken windows is when you live in a bad neighborhood, it just gets worse. Well, it was gets worse, but people yeah. were keeping an eye on me. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I felt okay, safe. So, since you were in a bad neighborhood, the good neighbors would look out <laughs> for you. No, the bad people would be chilling outside. So, oh, you know, so drinking you a beer. With the yes, I was. I would pull up. Hey, what's up? Hey, nothing. What's up? And then I'd pull up with my son. Oh, okay. Do you need help with Raymond? Sure. And I'd get him in. And I felt safe because I knew that somebody was always outside being observant. Well, see, you didn't even know you were part of the game. I, I've always been a thug. <laughs> I, my birth certificate says East L.A. Perfecto. So, <laughs> and it, obviously, every, like I said, everything goes back. To, you know, to the Second Amendment and all that. So, I And what is the Second Amendment? Because some people well, may not know the Second Amendment, Perfecto. I think people... The right to bear arms. They, yeah. I yeah. Think, I think that's kind of what everybody knows. And it's really short. Um, I'll just read it off real quick. So it, it says, A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. So... There's there's a comma there, and that's what everybody focuses on in when they're arguing this in legal terms. Right. So everybody, there's a comma there, and it kind of separates it out a little bit. Right. So 
you know, but for our for the, for our talk, um, everybody goes to the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Right. So meaning, we we should be allowed to have guns. And it used to be the, the state of Nevada, though. I mean, you yeah, can carry a gun. Carry, yep. It's completely legal uh, anywhere except for like courts and like, you know, government buildings and banks, obviously, things like yeah. that. And it saved people's lives a couple of times here at the Walmart where they had a shooting. Yeah, there are obviously mm-hmm. the good stories mm-hmm. of, of the good the good guy having a gun and actually stopping the uh, a murder, stopping mm-hmm. a guy that's pulled a gun on somebody. Like, right. You don't know what's going to happen. Is that person going to shoot this guy for the, over the money? Is that guy gonna, not going to want to give up his cell phone or something mm-hmm. and get shot over a cell phone? So there are tons of stories like that where the good guy stops something from happening. And there's been mass right. that have been stopped like that too. Yeah. I remember hearing the stories here in Las Vegas several times and, um, I know, I mean, we could touch base a little bit, Perfecto, about the uh, Harvest Fest Route 91 and uh, October yeah, 17, 10 one. Yeah, we have the biggest mass shooting here in our city. It was scary. Um, and it kind of, it's, it's, it's odd because they do do something on, in October, on October 1st. Right. Uh, they do like a commemorative. Vegas strong. If you guys ever seen it, if you're not from Vegas and you're listening in Chicago, my friend in Chicago, Californians, it's Vegas strong for a reason. So that, that shooting was October 1st, uh, 2017. So almost coming up on three years now and 49 people killed. Uh, no, it was actually, uh, well 58 Mm -hmm. and then one more lady died about seven months after Mm -hmm. the shooting, just from complications and stuff like that. Uh, she was a quadriplegic and couldn't get away. Yeah. I just couldn't, you know, just couldn't get better and just, you know, ended up dying seven months later, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, so 59 people died. But the crazy thing though, is how many people were actually hurt during that thing. Yes. Uh, 869 people hurt. It was serious. And I know a lot of my friends from California um, were present there. Or even my nephew was supposed to go with his friend who was a police officer and, I mean, there was tons of police officers there and firefighters and emergency people. They all like country music. And I know my assemblywoman, Sandra Haragui, was there and she was affected by this where um, at legislation last year, 2019, um, 2019, excuse me, she uh, made up SB 143 and it passed. And it was basically what's, uh, what's SB 143 do? So Senate Bill 143 it repeals, revises, and reenacts provisions relating to background checks for certain sales or transfers of firearms. So more regulations, yeah. basically on background checks, on transferring guns. Because right now, if I wanted to sales or transfers, I could just mm-hmm. give you one of my guns. Um, there's no need for a background check or anything like that. I could literally hand you the gun, hand you the bullets. Everything, here you go. Well, it passed. It passed. with, And uh, now it's an act relating to firearms, repealing, revising, of course, what I said, um, relating to background checks for certain sales or transfers of firearms. So, but what ended up happening with that, if I remember, now I'm trying, I'm just trying to go from memory on this. Yes. If I remember correctly, um, they were trying to get the FBI to do background checks mm-hmm. on all these sales, right? And it passed here in the state. Unfortunately, though, 
the FBI turned around and says, uh, no, you take care of your right. crap. We're not going to do this for you. Yep. It's way too much. We already have, like, there's already a long wait as it is for background checks and things like that. And it adds more work to them and obviously more money that is going to have to be paid out to their employees and all that type of stuff. And so they simply said, no, we're not going to do it. So it never actually um, went into effect because of that, not because it didn't pass. Right. So, so. as it stands... I can give you a gun. Okay. <laughs> I don't want one right now tonight, but maybe you might convince me by the end of the night. Maybe, maybe we'll go shooting one of these days. I think that's what I want to do. Um, my son just went shooting with my sister and uh, my brother-in-law who they own guns. And uh, I saw that and yeah. I was like, mm, I think it, it was safe. My brother-in-law was really well, safe with him. You know, I've, and I'm and but I've been affected by gun violence. My family's been affected by gun violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, on you know, on multiple occasions, actually, um, my dad was shot. Uh, my brother was shot here or yeah, in Las here, Vegas. Here in Vegas yeah. Oh wow! So, um, you know, so unfortunately, my brother passed away. I remember but, I was so, in college with you. Um, it was hard. That was, that was a tough time, but you know, those were guns that shouldn't have been in, in on the streets. That's you know? why I'm like grew up with that. Yeah. So. so but um, I've been shot at, you know, so. You were a thug, too? <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> I lived in the hood. He lived off of, uh, what was that? What's those apartments across the street from the Boys and Girls Club on. um On East uh, Street? Yeah. Over that. No, that's when I got. Rockstar. Sunrise Manor? Yeah, that's when we got No, Rockstar. Um, right there by work. Um, yeah. We were on 28th Street and uh, Stewart. Stewart, yeah. So we got, I remember that time we got Rockstar and I put the. By the 28th Street Gang. Oh, gosh. I was like 10 years old, and we were hiding in my upstairs apartment. <laughs> Luckily, it was upstairs, but they busted out all our windows. Scary. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. that Taurus boys, badass. No, like, that wasn't <laughs> us. That was, that was our, my, uh, one of my, some, one of the people that, they were having like a, a picnic, my family. Oh. Like, like a ton of, ton of them. And, uh. Somebody said something to one of the Cholos or the Cholos' girlfriend. And they came at you guys. Oh, my. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But anyways, though, just getting back to just saying, you know, your family has guns. I have, like, the amount of guns in the United States is kind of crazy to me. It is. And I looked it up, and we actually, there's more guns in the United States than there are people. How's that? Because people own so many guns. Yeah, like... Well, I'll go shooting every now and then, like friends and things like that, and they bust out like twenty guns. It's like, what the hell? Like, what do you need all that for? Like, I'm cool with having guns and all that, but they have a showcase in their home. Yeah, it's it's just I don't know. Oh shit, that's what they like. Like, whatever. Yeah, you know. But it just kind of seems odd to me. A hobby. They, They will have like, well, this is my AR. This is my AK. This is my shotgun. This is my rifle. This is. My rifle and these five calibers. And, and the question you need to ask him, when do you use this and how do you use these? And they, just, they literally just have fun going out and shooting guns. And well, I know when guns, you know, so uh, I get it. When and, I lived in Wisconsin, that was the norm, too, because of the fact that they do, go deer hunting. Yeah, and then, uh, but there's 309 estimated estimated 393 million guns in the United States. Good Lord, you did do your research. (laughs) But what's crazy is, so worldwide, we almost have half the guns, privately owned guns, out of the entire world. 
are half of those are, are in the United States. Uh, oh. Worldwide, there's 857 million. So, you know, I don't know. We're we're almost oh. half of the amount of privately owned guns in the world are in the United States. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah, but you know, but and the obvious thing is just talking about one October. Yeah, is you know just the amount of school shootings we have. Are crazy. Yeah, after the one October, I know there was a lot of school shootings. Kids carrying well, guns. And after, yeah, well, and here in Las Vegas, at least. Well, here in Vegas, yeah, that's that's uh, not it, un, out of the ordinary. And it was for kids to be caught with guns on campus. And it was in the nicer areas too that had yeah, the everywhere. guns. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah, that's where they're selling all the good drugs. So I know. They, yeah, they, they got to carry too. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I better check my son's property. <laughs> yeah, the, he lives the, in a good area. The, yeah, the nice schools is where they got the good stuff from their parents. Oh shoot! <laughs> but uh, in the last ten years, there's you know been 180 school shootings. It, throughout the U.S. or in Las Vegas? Yeah, US, throughout U.S., yes. U.S., U.S. Mm -hmm. So 180, that's, that's a, that's so, 18 per year. Scary for our kids. 18 per year. So more than one a month. And that's why I'm scared of guns. So, <laughs> and, you know, obviously Sandy Hook comes to mind. Yeah. You know, just. That was horrible. Uh, elementary school and mm. then you have Florida. You know, you have the Orlando nightclub. Yeah, shooting. that was awful. You know, oh, poor. it's just so many shootings. Um, and basically, pretty much every time it comes out is there was some kind of obvious mental health. Kind yeah. Of role play. Depression, suicidal. Uh, they're going to come after me and I'm going to, they're going to shoot, shoot me rather than me killing myself. Uh, a lot of those people are anti on antidepressants, on medication already. So that's why they were pushing but, the mental but health. But if you see the side effects on a lot of those drugs, yeah, are suicidal thoughts. They are homicidal thoughts. Scary. So and then you know what role does that have to play in all this? Because car carrying a gun. And that's the thing is we have to look at the whole thing and not just guns itself because we've seen in London people drive a truck through a crowd of people. Oh, that was scary. You know, so it's it's not just guns. Guns, I don't. Guns are the easy thing to point the finger at. Versus True. The underlying issues. And and when I go door knocking for like anybody that's uh, my assemblywoman, I went door knocking, and you could say trust in God, American flag, we carry guns. And I look at my list of, you know, is there Democrat, Democrat. Yeah, I already know Republic. Oh, not the address. Move on. All the time. They have in to God have, in God we trust, with the guns and the flag. And I know in, like, Christianity, a lot of Republicans are Christians. Mm -hmm. And they believe in that. And guns, Christianity. I mean, that's like on the fence sort of, you know, but I mean, they're protecting their families yeah, too on that. Is, 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 you know, if, I don't want to get into Christianity with yeah, guns, but a theology lesson here, but you know, yeah, it's, there's all, you know, war has been a part of, <laughs> part of, you know, ongoing guns since the beginning of man, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but, but know, I, I think, I think when you get to those, um, issues and when you get to, People are killing each other and all. It's kind of, sorry, it's kind of hard for me to keep a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I just shoved a piece of chocolate donut in my mouth. <laughs> like shoved it in her mouth. She's trying to chomp it down. It's 12 midnight and I just got off work. And she's drinking coffee. I'm drinking coffee and I just felt like I'm going to Winchell's. But I think we need to look at mental health and, you know, that's a big, big thing that is being um, underfunded in this country is mental health and I, I, you know, I think the uh, Christianity, the way, I, I do feel Christianity is being attacked mm -hmm. in this country. Um, part of it, yeah, I, I understand why, um, but on the other part, I, I also see uh, what good it can do for people. I've seen what, you know, you're talking about Christianity with guns and mental health? No, I'm just talking just, about just in general, just mm -hmm. turning their lives around and things like mm -hmm. that. It has helped a lot of people, you know. And uh, sometimes it takes, you know, people get to prison and that's what it, mm -hmm. what it takes. Um, you know, because actually somebody was just talking to me about how uh, their, their, one of their uh, family members mm -hmm. went to prison and turned into, a, you know, was converted and, I don't know. Converted. It was a thug. I mean, a, went a, from being a criminal to being a Christian and, you know, that's helped him keep his life together outside of prison. Mm -hmm. But, you know, this isn't a conversation about that. Um, it's just kind of. I threw in the, I, I yeah. kind of did a side sidebar thing. Yeah. So, but mm -hmm. it's, there definitely is that delineation between uh, Christianity and uh, being Republican and conservative values mm -hmm. uh, versus. And carrying a gun. You know. The lefty. Yeah, versus. Uh, left wing, you know, kind of anti-religion, I guess you could say, uh, and anti-gun, and mm -hmm. you know, just obviously the polar, the polar opposite, right? And that's where we're at. But to fix it again is is you got to look at the whole thing, and I think mental health is one of the biggest issues in that. With checking their medical history, I mean, and then it was, becomes a HIPAA violation of their rights to bear arms if they're mentally ill or not you know yeah. it's just it, it all reflects on that but to me carrying a gun i think it's it feels safe to think about it but do i feel safe having it in my home you, you know what i'll say i do feel kind of weird when i carry hmm. i do feel i'm like mm. <laughs> I, 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 it does feel odd to carry uh i i can still carry all the time i don't like people to see it yeah I feel I did not know this. This is something new tonight. Wow. So I, I don't carry it all the time, but mm -hmm. you know, uh, when I see something happen on the news, especially like, I don't know, just like around the holidays, how you see yeah. like, people getting mugged all the time at the parking place. lot. Yeah, like you know, things like that. It's just it's scary, you know. Well, that's why I have a taser from a friend that gave me from <laughs> California. He's a correction officer. Here's a taser. Yeah, I have something, it. Something's better than nothing, you know. They might you, because you push that thing, that thing yeah. is loud. Mm -hmm. you know, that, that might be enough to just scare somebody. And I'm away. still scared of taking it out. Raymond wanted to test drive it one day, and I'm like, no, leave it in there. I'll I mean, bring it one day. I bought one for Annabelle, and uh, she, didn't, she didn't want it. It's yeah. a little like a lipstick. No, this is a, a square taser from correctional officer that has it for their belt buckle. No, I bought her like a little one. Mm. I was like, here, you know, maybe she'll use it, if, you know, yeah. carry it, because She'd be scared walking through the parking lot and stuff like that. Yeah. I hate it. Like, she's like, no, come with me to the store, this and that. And I was like, ah, okay. It's true. And, you know, because she's scared. And, and then she has the kids. 
Well, she wouldn't take the kids, yeah. but she wouldn't want to go on her own, so then we'd all go. Without the taser, of Without course. <laughs> but my friend gave me an option, the taser or the shocking baton, which is like a drumstick, and you go like this to them, oh, and they touch it. Fun. And he gave it to me, but he gave it to his wife, and then he gave me the, the taser instead. No, so me and my buddy were testing, on, testing it on each other. <laughs> it hurt, but it wasn't nothing like... I haven't done it. Nothing I, crazy, you know. But it, it did hurt, but it wasn't. I don't feel like it would stop anything. Just the noise of it freaked me out, so I yeah. just have it in my closet, hidden under my underwear somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> but so you know, you talked about just the SB one forty three, just kind of trying to add more regulation, right? Yeah. And it was devastating for my assemblywoman because she testified that day we were there, actually yeah. um, lobbying and stuff, and. Um, I saw her and it passed and it was hard for her to discuss what happened to her at, at the Harvest Fest. Yeah, I can only imagine um, having to go through something like that. That's, that's, that's crazy. Especially for the people here in Las Vegas, you know. I think on the other side where people work, you know, people mean well when they want to do things like that. I understand that. But on the other side, people are looking at it um, because you see people are like, you know, you say you know, clinging to their guns. Yeah. Type thing. And but it passed well, and she well, had the support because of that, possibly. Well, what, what I'm trying to get at is what people worry because I'm all for that, you know, more background mm -hmm. checks and all that. I don't, you know, I don't mind. Uh, I don't have anything, any issues or anything mm -hmm. like that. So, you know, but the people that argue against it, I would say they're worried about a slippery slope type situation. Correct. So it's like, okay, you're 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 slowly taking away my rights and my guns and this and that and things like that. And that's that. where the Second Amendment comes in, and they're always stating that. Yeah, and so you know because you know you're not going to get the guns out of criminals' hands, and that's never that's a big statement, and that's one I actually believe because let's say. Guns were banned all of a mm -hmm. sudden. I would go turn my guns in. Right? Yeah. Because I don't want to get arrested. No. But if I'm a gangbanger. You're like, not going to turn them in. You're like, going to be I'll like, I'll mind. pass them on to him and accuse him for, for and, having the gun. And so now I know nobody else has one. You know? Right. Testing, testing. Say hello, Luna. Hello. How are you? Hello, hello. When you got two up though. Don't hello. Oh, say hello. Say hello over here. Hello. Hello. Okay, let's see. So we were we actually took a little break. All right, and uh, we we decided to let's see how we sound on our new mics. What happened? <laughs> well, it uh, two can't work together, um, but we're on one now, so hopefully you'll hear less echoing of, of perfecto. So she had me muted. <laughs> <laughs> not, <laughs> not muted, but it's just like I was overpowering so his mic over it, my it, mic. It, it will sound a little odd. Just bear with us. Uh, we're trying to figure out. We're trying to be pros here and figure out this whole mic situation. Uh, so we were, we actually went to, because she had one mic, I had another. Uh, for whatever reason, it's not picking up the second mic, which is mine. Yes, and my, my voice was like up close and personal. 
I was like, good Lord. So, right, what we've done now is we're sharing a mic. So, uh, hopefully you'll be able to hear us a lot better. But back to what we were talking about is, you know, people, once people know, like, hey, nobody else has a gun. Right. It's going to be all that much easier. All I got to do is flash this gun. I know nobody else is going to have nothing. And there's just I'm just going to be able to rob people or do whatever uh, just because that's, you know, the type of people that aren't going to turn in their guns. Uh, you might, obviously you, you, or you would have people that, um, you know, will never turn in their guns, but they would most likely be vocal about it. Like, no, prior for my cold dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. But uh, we were all just kind of, while we took a, a quick little break and we were also just talking about, um, Mexico and their gun violence for a little bit and they have a lot of gun violence down there yeah but I'm like figuring out if they have what you told me earlier so a lot of people I don't know I don't know how much people know or don't know um but Mexico it's you are you can have a gun but it is really difficult to legally obtain a gun my grandparents all have weapons out there, <laughs> you know, uh, several of them and all that. But it's like they've kept guns like 40, 50, 60 years in the family, you know. Right. Like my grandpa has a picture of him on a horse with like freaking ammo around like like Zapata. So my, I, um, I recently went back to Mexico to visit uh, with my grandparents and I was at my grandmother's house my dad on my dad's side. And I saw a picture of my grandmother. I, I didn't know who it was. Right. It, it was a girl in the picture. You're and, like, dang, grandma. <laughs> uh, she has a big, like, Pancho Villa belt on with a giant gun and the uh, cartridges on the other side. And a skirt. And a dress. <laughs> and, India Maria. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, hey, grandma, look. Like, I could tell it kind of looked like her, but it also could, like, like who's that? You know, because yeah. I really wasn't sure. And she's like, oh, that's me. I was like, oh, that's, I was like, how old are you there? And she, she's in her seventies now. Uh, she was, uh, she told me at the time, 14 years old. And she was carrying guns. Yeah. And I'm over here worried about my son carrying a freaking knife pocket. <laughs> but, but getting back to, in Mexico, there is one gun store. One in, in the whole country. What city? Mexico City Dang. has the only gun store where you can legally buy a gun. I'm going to search it tonight. I'm going to be like, where's so, that at? <laughs> and, you know, you can only buy certain caliber guns. So, you know, you can't buy an AR-15. You can't buy, uh, you know, 50 caliber, yeah. like stuff that you can get out here. Um, but they carry, there's so many guns in Mexico. I was telling Perfecto, like, what the heck? The drug lords? Yeah, the, they got better guns in the military. But yeah. a lot of those guns... They get from here, like all the like AR-15s and all that type of stuff, mm -hmm. AK-47s. A lot of those are smuggled from here back back over there. Um, they, you know, they got guys that you know have money and can get it produced mm -hmm. and shipped over there and mm -hmm. illegally. And that's so, what I'm afraid of. So, and and that's the thing is is guns are are it's almost illegal mm. in Mexico, but yet they have a giant gun problem. So. That goes back to me thinking, you know, banning guns really isn't the answer. No, it isn't. I think, I think what I really need to do is, is, is 
get a gun and go shooting and, and <sighs> film. Maybe I'll get a high doing it. You can rent a gun. an adrenaline. Mm-hmm. You can rent guns. Any gun shop, like, they all have options where you can go. And that, this is for anybody. If, if you're anti-gun, that's cool. But if you've never shot it, you should at least go and see what it's about. Um to get a better idea of why people are pro-gun, I guess. Right. Type thing. And if if you're still anti-gun, that's fine. You you can be against guns and you can be... Because I, I don't think anybody is pro-school shootings. I don't think anybody no. is pro what happened uh, 1 October in Orlando, in Sandy Hook, in, anywhere else, you know. But protecting your family is totally for, like... Yeah, everybody wants to be yeah, able to protect their, their home, family. And, their valuables. And how they go about that, you know, might look different for some people. But at the end of the day, I, you know, I, I believe the most effective way is through guns and, and things like that. And I think you're seeing a movement now, too, with this whole uh, protesting and people... Uh, going to buy guns also part of that part of that protection um, you know and that's a big thing with like the that was a big thing with the black panther movement it was they were exercising their uh rights to bear arms Mm -hmm. and a lot of actually the nra um stepped in and had a lot to do with banning guns at that point back in back in those times and, you know, nobody really brings that up, but the yeah. NRA actually had a doing and and in trying to ban guns at that, you know, when at the Black time. Panthers went, were showing up to uh, Capitol buildings and things like that. Well, yeah, they just had the, the uh, at Washington, D.C., they were yeah. having. So, the, yeah. um, so but, I mean, it's it, it is what it is here in Nevada, Las Vegas. I mean, in my neighborhood. Is it worth it for me to carry a gun? I'm, I'm a single female in a nice neighborhood. Um, I've been by myself, and I have a 16-year-old son almost. I mean, is it safe to say? Yeah, I think it is safe to say. But I'm going to mention this, though, of course, my mentioner, is that if you're wanting to have a gun, prepare to use it and not be scared because it's like a second uh, uh, you're taking that chance just like when you're running a red light, either you take it or not. Yeah. And if you're carrying a gun and you're going to shoot at somebody invading your home, either you do it or you don't, or else you're going to get shot. Yeah. That, you so could end up getting hurt or killed. That's a good mention for this because I don't know if I'm ready to There's always classes. the gun. Yeah, but always- I'm ready to carry it, but not shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to look all matcha, matcha. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be like, yeah, but, you, know? you know, there's always classes, trainings, um, all kinds of things you can do to kind of prepare yourself for that. And I, I think this uh, talk has kind of gone on the pro side of it, yeah. but at the same time is. And, and like, know. like the beginning I had said, my mom told me one day, her little statement was bullets don't have names. No, you no. could be walking down the street. And that bullet isn't even meant for you, and they do not have names. So that's my uh, my scariness coming out of my childhood, where I need to let go of that and yeah. and move on as an yeah. adult. You don't have the bangers protecting you anymore. Okay? <laughs> I don't. I don't have the bangers protecting me. Oh my goodness! But I really wanted to bring this up because I'm thinking about buying a gun. 
And I'm thinking about going to practice. Maybe we'll come back and talk about it once, once, if you do decide to end up buying a gun and actually go shooting and see kind of what that experience was like for, for people that maybe have never shot a gun. I think Perfecto's going to regret. He's like, damn, this girl is off the chain. She's mentally (laughs) ill. Please don't give her a gun. (laughs) I'll be everywhere. Like, what did you say? Turning my head around with the gun. I said, do we have a problem? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But with that, we appreciate you guys listening to us. Sorry about our little technical difficulties, but we'll get it together. We'll we'll fix it. Don't worry. (laughs) Well, I actually ordered a Rode uh, mic, but it's been three months since it's been back ordered. And believe me. Get um, it together, Guitar Center. Get it together. I'm not going to promote them. And then, oh, uh, oh, I said... uh, I would give a shout out to my our top fan on Facebook. Who is it? Uh, my sister. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Griselda. Thank you, Griselda. You're the bestest. We're going to have to interview you. So, uh, and shout out uh, shout out to TJ for her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a little inside joke. L- little, little, she, she got a little bit Cachania work on her. <laughs> what? Cachania means the Baja California people. Like Cachania, like she went to over there and she became sort of like a Cachania. I've never heard that. Okay, if anybody <laughs> knows about Cachanias, Mexicali and Tijuana, they're 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 known to be Cachanias. Oh, that's that's new information well, for me. You um, knew something hey, I didn't know about false, Mexico. <laughs> please message me or Perfecto if it's false. But believe me, I know about Cachanias. Cachanilla. Cachanias. Okay. I want to look it up for him. All right. Well, <laughs> hey, well, hey, give us a, give, give us a holler on Facebook. Let us know what the hell Cachanilla is. When I post it, I'll be saying, does anybody know what Cachanilla is? <laughs> so, all right. Everybody stay safe. Thank See you. you. Next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye.